Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Armchair Survivalist. My name is Kurt Wilson, the Armchair Survivalist, and today is July the 19th in the year 20 and 20. Welcome to the show. If you uh, if you want to find out the all the different ways to listen to me, obviously you know at least one way because you're doing so right now. You go to armchairsurvivalist.com, and it's very simple. Scroll down. All the way down at the bottom, you're going to see ways to listen. Pick a pick an app, and I'm on it. iHeartRadio, uh, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn. I'm also on satellite, Global Star 3 satellite, and you'll see that down there with the link to that. There's also a little tiny live feed, so you can listen to the satellite feed 24-7. There's all kinds of other people on the feed. You can listen in the chat room. There's a link up there that says, uh, well, listen to my show in the chat room. Click. And by the way, if you miss the show... There is a link also at the top of the page. It says, listen 24 hours a day to the recent show of the Armchair Survivalist. Click here. Do that and you'll hear me. On the left-hand side of the page is the little white nipper dog listening to the RCA Victor gramophone. You click on that and it'll take you to my past shows page. And this is all the shows for the current year. You can listen to them there. You can download them there or what have you. When I talk on every show, I have my show notes and I post them. On the left-hand side of any of the pages, you see the links. Home, chat room, show notes, survival enterprises. That's my company. But you would click on show notes. And that takes you to a page that gives you basically the dates of my shows and a little bit about what I talked about. Like April 26th was about the Armenian genocide. July 5th was about cast iron and revere wear cookware. So it depends on what you want to listen to. You click on that link. And it'll take you directly to all of my show notes for that page. Some of them are very extensive. Some of them aren't. So that's up to you to do your research there. Now let's get some business out of the way for the company, which I haven't done for a while. Uh, Mini Sawyers, you remember those? Those are the. Uh, this is the little water filtration systems. They're real thin. They're probably about six inches long and about an inch in diameter. Uh, they use the filtering materials that they use in the dialysis machine. It's it's a whole bunch of little tiny tubes that filter out everything. This literally takes out everything except viruses. You can um, they're neat little gizmos. All UK soldiers have one. You can carry it around with you. It's a little straw that comes with plastic straw. You can put it on and you can bend over and suck out of a creek if you want to, or it comes with a pouch that you can fill up water and screw it onto the Sawyer Mini and suck out it like that. Now, you can also fill up this pouch with water, screw on the Sawyer Mini, and squeeze it and squirt fresh water into a pot for cooking. I don't have it on the website yet. I just wanted to let you know. It was on the website, but Sawyer stopped manufacturing. They stopped selling uh, for about six months and with retail they stopped selling retail because everything was going to government agencies worldwide but anyway those are back okay so we got to get into uh, different categories the category we're going to get into now is the economy all right so did you hear about the massive twitter hack that happened it's it's and i can't i don't really like to use the term hack because it wasn't hacked uh what happened was and and it's one of two things happened the con man is working in collusion with a, uh, an employee at Twitter, or somebody at Twitter was really stupid and gave somebody their password. What happened was, oh, this this thing hit Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Obama, Joe Biden. It, it hit Mike Bloomberg. I mean, it, it, there were a lot of big name people, and everybody on Twitter got this this uh, 
that this this tweet that says I'm giving back to the community. All Bitcoin sent to the address below will be sent back doubled. If you send a thousand dollars, I will send back two thousand. Only doing this for thirty minutes. Here's the address you send the bitcoins to. BC1QXY2KGD, blah, 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 blah. If you know what Bitcoins are or these kind of coins, this, this, this is a blockchain. So people would theoretically send to this address, right? When my son showed me this, I said, I said is anybody really that stupid that they would actually send money to this kind of thing? And he said, yes, here's the address of that Bitcoin receipt point. So I go, I go to it. Okay, people have sent to this address, the scammer, this liar, this con man, 394 bitcoins so far. A bitcoin is over $9,000. So multiply 394 by 9,000. And this scammer ended up with a whole lot of money. And we're going to talk about this later because there's so much so much scamming and hacking and all of this crap going on that I've got to I'm going to have to talk to you guys about it because too many people are getting hit and they don't they literally have become complacent and they don't know what the hell's going on and they're getting they're getting destroyed. People are getting destroyed because of these different hacks. It'll be covered later on in the show. Eighty percent of New York City restaurants won't be able to afford to open. In fact. I would say 80% of them, <laughs> first off, they can't pay June rent. They're not going to pay July rent. They're not going to pay August rent because they're not open because the communist is sort of in charge of New York City doesn't want anybody open. He wants to keep everybody closed and at home and fully controlled, unless, of course, you're black or a communist or both, you know, either, either or all. And then you can don't need to stay home. You don't need to wear masks. You can riot. You can cause problems. You can uh, shoot people in the street. You can do pretty much whatever you want because the commies are in charge. Uh, Kroger, which is a, uh, a food service industry company, it's a company that owns all kinds of different grocery stores. Fred Meyer is one of them. Article comes out, they're no longer going to be returning coin change to customers. You go in, if, you, if your bill is $9.87, you give them 10 bucks, you're not getting change. Walmart's not accepting cash. Now, these things I'm telling you are generalities, and they're not very specific and clear. So let me explain to you what's happening. The globalists, the communists, whatever, the powers that be that want to control the world have fought for a century to get rid of all cash. They can't control you if you can put an ad in a newspaper and sell your car for cash. They can't control you if there's a farmer market and you go there and you give them a couple bucks and you get some radishes. They can't control that. They can't not control that. But they can if you can't use cash. Instead, you have to use a debit card or a credit card or a card that's issued to you by your friendly government. So the government has come up with the great idea of claiming that there's no change. And banks are complicit in this. I talked to a manager at Home Depot this morning. Uh, in Coeur d'Alene, and he said the banks are restricting how many coins we can get out per week. We go in, we usually get $100 worth of quarters. They won't let us have that. They'll let us have two rolls. And this is this is the kind of idea, uh, what's happening to a lot of different stores. So a coin shortage is being created. The Federal Reserve is still minting coins right now. They're not slowing down. But they're creating this false shortage. My store here in Hayden, Idaho, I have no shortage of coins. In fact, i got to empty out the, the coin box every week because it gets too damn heavy. So this, this is real. This is, this, this is really happening, and it's phony. 
Now, at Walmart, and you get this article in the mainstream media that says, Walmart no longer accepting cash. Well, if you've ever been into Walmart in the past 10 years, you know there's two types of cashiers. There's one that's a human. And you go up to it, and they scan everything, and then you pay them, whether you use cash or credit card. And then the other is a self-checkout. On some stores, they're doing this one of two ways. Some stores are saying all these self-checkouts, no cash, credit cards only. That's for people who just don't want to screw around with the cash. And yet the cashier, the clerk, will take cash and give you change. So it's either or, and, and this is happening in all the stores. There is no store yet in America that says no cash accepted. Because if you pick up a dollar bill, 5, 10, 20, 100, and look at it, on the front is printed for you to clearly see all debts, private and public. So it is federally illegal for anyone to say we can no longer take cash. Just remember that. You'll figure it out. There's going to be lawsuits about this. Don't listen to somebody say, oh, yeah, Walmart doesn't take cash anymore. No, some areas in Walmart don't take cash, credit cards only. And it's going to be it's the same thing with a whole bunch of different stores. And as soon as the uh, powers that be realize this scam isn't working, well, it'll go away, theoretically. They, they don't want cash. They don't want cash at all. They're trying to control us. And when I say us, I mean me conservative businesses about two years ago we were screwed with and lost our ability to take credit cards and nobody knew why the banks didn't know why just can't take credit cards nope nobody's going to issue you credit cards uh, or the ability to take credit cards so so we, we couldn't take credit cards at survival enterprises we take cash only now what happens if there's no cash what happens if there's no cash and i can't take credit cards what the hell am i supposed to do trade for chickens and ducks we'll probably get to that but that's, this is the control. They don't need a mark of the beast to control who can buy and sell. They just control the complete monetary system. Something to watch for. And this kind of stuff, is gonna, it happens quick. It happens within days, not months or years. Speaking of Walmart, starting on the 20th, all Walmarts in the United States are going to require all customers to wear masks. Never mind the fact that there is no science that, sh- that shows masks help. There's no reality on it. As a matter of fact, all scientific testing has proven that people who wear masks for longer than an hour at a time usually end up with carbon dioxide poisoning. People are passing out all over the United States. You're not seeing or hearing about this from the mainstream media. I hear about it every day. Customers come in and they work at different places. And they say, well, this this place here, it's an uh, appliance store. Requires that all employees wear masks. And they issue us these masks. The lady next, and this woman was telling me, the lady next to me started coughing, and then she's st- saying, I feel dizzy, and then bam, fell flat on her face. And when he got to the hospital, it was discovered that she had uh, a lack of oxygen in her system. You're supposed to have, you know, when they put the, they do your physical or they test you when you go in the doctor's office, they put that thing on, the, on your fingertip and it tests your oxygen level. It should be like about 96 to 98. Hers was 65. It's not enough oxygen to function properly. It doesn't matter. Walmart is going to require all U.S. customers to wear masks. Walmart has been complicit with this, with the deep state now since their beginning. And now it's just going to, it's going to get worse. Well, I went to Walmart yesterday, and as I was leaving, uh, the guy at the door, I said, uh, are you ready for all the crap you're going to get this next week? And he, he laughs. He goes, I'm probably going to have to bring my gun. I said, you might as well. Everybody else is. <laughs> this is Idaho, remember. By the way, those of you who have been saying, hey, this is great, I'm on unemployment and getting an extra $600 a month, well, that ends on the 31st of July. 
So I hope you were doing what is not necessarily done by Americans, meaning saving their, your money, putting it in an envelope, putting it in a bank, put it in, in a box under your bed, I don't care, but you should have been saving that. You were getting an extra $600 a month. I don't know if it's an extra because there are people that were making 5000 a month that are now getting on unemployment 1100 uh, The House commies are really pushing hard to destroy the economy. This, this whole thing seems to be a conspiracy to destroy the economy under Trump. And that's understandable. If um, the economy was doing great, he'd definitely be a shoo-in, definitely, on the, uh, the, the election coming up in November. That is if the communists let us get to it. So what, what the, uh, the House, the commies in the House on the Hill there are trying to put back into law regulations that make corporations liable for any atrocities that f- their franchisees holders do. I mean, this is really stupid, okay? As soon as Trump was elected, he canceled this. And this is to punish corporations. It was to punish corporations. Well, that's what it was originally intended to do. And it was like this. Let's say Taco Bell. Taco Bell is a giant corporation. And it has all these franchise holders that have little own little Taco Bells all through the United States. Let's say the guy here in, um, in Coeur d'Alene decides he, doesn't, he no longer wants to hire anyone under 21. And he just wants to hire people over 21. And so some 16-year-old kid comes in and, and sues for uh, discrimination. Well, instead of only the franchisee holder being sued, now it's a whole corporation that's liable for it all. It's just more stupidity. They incrementally pick pieces of our economy apart and try and destroy it. The perfect utopia for a communist is where nobody is working unless their overlords tell them what to do and where to work. And everybody can only eat or sleep or travel if the government says they can. They want full control. Now, the uh, idiots in uh, Minneapolis, uh, when I mean idiots, I mean the communists, and and then again, the people that live in Minneapolis, too, I guess. So, back to the idiots in Minneapolis. Because they allowed all the rioting from their fellow communists, uh, they want federal bailout money. Well, it was an interesting thought while it lasted. The Fed said, uh, no, real simple. Now, all of you, everybody who owns property in the United States, get ready. Because all the communists that you've elected... Now, you know, you know they have this thing called nonpartisan elections. They're phony. They're put on by communists. So, they, so that you will elect a communist in charge. We're talking city council, county commissioners. And they're going to be raising taxes. Major. Major. I, I, uh, now, up, <laughs> up here in North Idaho, we don't have a lot of... A lot of uh, in fact, we don't have any. We have no riots. We, have no, we had one march. And 1,600 armed men and women uh, monitored the march, so there was no problem. So when I say march, I mean it was like 18 pink-haired, morbidly obese, social justice warrior, lesbian, whatever the hell they call themselves now. And that was it. But in places where there were riots and stuff like that, uh, they're going to be taxing everybody up to yin-yang. And I expect expect the mayors here, up here, Post Falls, Coeur d'Alene, Hayden, Dalton Gardens, I expect them to go for it too. Say, you know, we're going to raise up, we're going to raise taxes 20% because we have to. We spent so much money fighting the COVID. All right, now we're going to get into food and health. Have you guys noticed that you're sleepier than normal? I have had people come in and tell me, many people, maybe probably about 100, 
They're sleepier than normal. They're lethargic. They they don't sleep more than four hours a night, and then they're up for two hours and then can't get back to sleep. There's there's something going on, and yes, we can knock this down physiologically that you're you're uh, psychologically stressed and your body is not recuperating properly and you're not sleeping well long enough for your brain to uh, rebuild itself literally which is what it does during REM sleep so the next day you feel bad and so this is a vicious cycle we can say that but in reality what's happening and I've seen this there is a how do I say this there's a disturbance in the force in a spiritual universe, there is a major disturbance. There is almost a black cloud over the United States. And I don't care how aware or unaware you think you are. You are sensing this. And this is affecting you. It is, I, I've heard it called spiritual warfare. Well, it's not really warfare. It's just, an, it's just something that is. It's like, uh, let's say that... Uh, you know, a big storm cloud comes in and just before it cuts loose, your sky is all black and it's lumpy shapes all through it. And it feels like your your universe is being compressed. That's what we're all going through. Just realize it. And you have to literally do everything you're supposed to do. Eat like you're supposed to eat. Don't drink so much alcohol. Take your vitamins and minerals and, and stuff like that. Stop taking drugs. You know, do all the stuff your mama told you to do and not to do. Do you Take care of yourself as best as you can. And realize this is not something physiological. This is not something that you got to go to the doctor for to get some stupid drug that knocks you out for eight hours. Realize that this is a, a pressure that's put upon us and we are reacting to it. Now, California is entering wildfire season. This is when most of California and Nevada areas start burning. Uh, with the help of the uh, criminal aliens and the Muslims that are busy setting the fires out down there. One minor problem, over half of the firefighters are under lockdown. They use a lot of people in, in jails, okay, inmates, to fight fire. Well, they're, California's letting these guys out. They're letting them out by the thousands. So, uh, because they, they think that if they're in jail, they're going to catch COVID and die. So they're letting them out. So these people are now out busy committing crimes, and, and they're, they're not going to be available for when the fires start. We're going to have to see what happens to their... Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's going to be bad this year because it's supposed to be real, real, real hot. Up here, we're going to be up in the hundreds in the next week. And I love what the, 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 uh, the weathermen say. It's, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in the, uh, the, the mid to upper 90s next week. No, I don't know. where. That's in the shade somewhere at the airport. At my house... If they say it's going to be 95 degrees somewhere, it's going to be 100 degrees. If they say it's going to be 82, it's going to be 90 degrees. I don't care what they... This is ridiculous. I don't know if you know about this, but we've got five asteroids headed this way. Four of them are just going to do a little flyby outside of the moon. You know, outside... It's not going to be any big deal, but... Asteroid 2011 ES4. It's 160 feet in diameter... And it's going to head by the Earth September 1st at about 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to be about one-fifth of the distance between us and the moon. You get that? That's, that's no further from the Earth than a Earth fart. And it's just, who knows what's going to happen? Nobody knows. This thing could uh, peter out, 
it could hit a satellite and take a left turn. But this is going to be on September 1st, and this isn't a, a, a conspiracy thing. This is real. We, we always have all kinds of space junk flying by us and asteroids and the like, but this is going to be the closest that they can tell. What gets me is I get these articles that come in from NASA that says, oh, we just had an asteroid, a near-miss asteroid. And what? Why do, what do you mean near-miss? Billions of dollars, billions of dollars have been spent on telescopes and satellites to observe asteroids as an early warning system. What the hell are they looking at if they're not looking out there? All right, have you gone shopping and looked in different aisles? See, you've been hearing me for the past three, four, or five months tell you that there's a food shortage. Have you been looking at aisles? Go look at the soup aisle. Go look at, like, uh, rice and beans. Look at all of these staples and tell me if you see full shelves. You're not going to. I was just in Walmart, and they have a big, big shelf that has all kinds of soups on it. And I don't see more than four or five of the same kind of soup up there. It is flour, canned soup, rice, beans. Now at uh, Costco, I went in, there was a, I saw them put a pallet of, of uh, beans out. So there were 50, 50 pound bags on there, or 21 pound bags, sorry. Oh, well, that lasted an hour. That was it. That's how quick it was. There's stuff that's being short. And there's another reason also. The aluminum for cans, like uh, soda cans, okay? We buy our aluminum, most of our aluminum, from China. It comes in giant rolls. And then they roll it out and they use it to make all kinds of different cans. There's a shortage of aluminum. Pasta, rice, soup, flour, soda, big thing on soda. Now, that's that's really upsetting uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi and, and the like because... They don't have enough cans to fill everything they want. So what they're doing is cutting out all of the small type of sodas they make and uh, the, the stuff that doesn't really bring a big profit in. And they're going to standardize and stay making like Coca-Cola and not the Coca-Cola cherry or Coca-Cola kumquat or whatever. They, you know, it, 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 This is a big thing. This is a big, big deal. And it's, it's dominoing. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And I see this week to week. Well, let's see. In Egypt, Ethiopia is building this dam. It is monstrous. Well, they've already built. Ethiopia is right next to Egypt, and the Nile goes through both. Ethiopia has built this dam that is so large, it's crossed the Nile. Now, they say they're not going to fill it until they get Egypt's permission. Well, satellites are showing that they're filling this dam. It's cutting the flow of the Nile. This is the lifeblood of many Middle Eastern countries. And Ethiopia is cutting down the flow on the Nile. This is just another one of those, oh, where are we going to have a, the next war start? And I, it's, that's something's going to happen there. there. That's a big thing. That's It could kill hundreds of thousands of people by starvation because they can't grow their crops. If they can't get to the, to the water, Africa is going to be testing ground for a new... Bill Gates' idea. It's called a trust stamp. It's a vaccine record and payment system as well. It'll be a MasterCard, which has your vaccine lists on it. And if you're trusted to enter anywhere, it's especially for these cashless payments and law enforcement applications. Now, remember everything I talk about, no matter how little, I'll have the link at my 
on my uh, armchairsurvivalist.com website. NBC has been, you know, I, I hate going on NBC and ABC and MSNBC, but I have to do this and take a look at what these moron communists are they're bragging about now. Well, they've been following this COVID patient for weeks. This guy in New Orleans who's supposed to be suffering from COVID, and uh, his name is Joseph Fair, and, and he was willing, once he got COVID, to tell them his symptoms on a day-to-day basis. One minor problem, he's been tested five times and come up negative every single time. He doesn't have COVID-19. Matter of fact, COVID-19, the World Health Organization had a uh, lecture. And in this lecture, they were saying all kinds of interesting things about this, this virus. Now, I'm watching this lecture, and I'm listening to this female talk about this, that, and the other thing, and how they want to do tracing and tracking, and... She mentions something about asymptomatic transmission is very rare. We have a number of reports from countries who are doing very detailed contact tracing. They're following asymptomatic cases, they're following contacts, and they're not finding secondary transmission onward. It's very rare. M- much of that is not published in the, in the literature. From the papers that are published, there is one that came out from Singapore uh, looking at a long-term care facility. There are some household transmission studies where you follow individuals over time and you look at the proportion of those that transmit onwards. We are constantly looking at this data and we're trying to get more information from countries to truly answer this question. It still appears to be rare that an asymptomatic individual actually transmits onward. So that pretty much blows all the BS that you've been hearing. People who have the disease who have no symptoms do not transmit the disease, period. Now, this is from World Health Organization. This is the same organization that's decided to go to China and investigate because, see, Trump is polling us. He, he pulled all funding for WHO, and he uh, gave the one-year warning, this is what they have to do, that he's pulling the U.S. out of the World Health Organization. So to try and placate Trump, the World Health Organization said, we're going to go investigate uh, where this virus came from. But you know the one place they're not going to investigate is the Wuhan lab where this place, where the virus was found in the first place. Now, Africa is going to be testing this this uh, MasterCard thing, right? Well, there's more to this this Covey uh, Pass or whatever you want to call it. That's just one thing they're going to be they're going to be testing was that little credit card thing. They're actually going to have a immunity passport in 15 different uh, uh, African countries. This is, you know who put this on. This is a Bill Gates thing. He wrote about this and put it together in uh, in April. And he's, uh, he's putting it out in uh, Africa. And you're going to have this uh, either, it's going to be an app on your cell phone or it's going to be a card that they can program that's going to have all your personal information and whether or not that you've been tested for COVID or ever had uh, the, the, the uh, Wuhan virus, you know, all of this crap. Well, by the way, the Centers for Disease Control came out that the the China coronavirus is now below pandemic levels. You didn't hear that, did you? You didn't hear that anywhere on any any mainstream media, including Fox News. The mortality rate for the coronavirus is below pandemic levels. Florida, by the way, has already realized that the majority of the cases that are submitted to CDC from Florida of the the mortality rates for COVID-19 are fraud. Somebody dies in a motorcycle accident, COVID-19. 
Somebody shoots himself between the eyes, COVID-19. Somebody drowns, COVID-19. 50% of all deaths in the United States attributed to COVID-19 are fraudulent. That's being conservative. Many people, many experts are saying 75% of the deaths attributed to COVID-19 are fraudulent. As a matter of fact, in Italy, there is a scientist there who has come out and said no, not one person has died from COVID-19 in the world. The disease doesn't kill you. What it does is activates any secondary or tertiary uh, diseases you have. Like if you're diabetic, if you have heart problems, if you're morbidly obese, if you, all of this stuff. If you get the disease, it actually it taxes the rest of your body. You've got to be in good health. You get, uh, most people, 99.9% of the people in the world who end up with COVID-19 are asymptomatic. They don't have symptoms. They don't get sick. They get a sniffle. Go, well, i got to blow my nose. Boom, that's it. They're done. It's just that simple. Now, as a matter of fact, you know in uh, the Batman stories, right? There was a time. They, they, remember the Joker? Remember the Joker? The Joker's got a little something to say about all of this pandemic crap. It's just a mask, you guys. Don't be a jerk. It's for the greater good. <laughs> it's just a vaccine, you guys. Don't be a jerk. It's for the greater good. <laughs> In four months, the U.S. was transformed into an obedient socialist country. Government dictated what events are acceptable to attend. Violent protests that instill fear are okay. But church services, family funerals, and patriotic celebrations are dangerous. <laughs> and you bought it. Without a fight. <laughs> Standing in a graduation line is a safety hazard. Small businesses were forced to close, but crowds to support the corporate money machine at Walmart, Lowe's, and Home Depot are okay. <laughs> Come on! It's just a mask and safety precautions. <laughs> How about a little hush money? <laughs> Here's $2,400 that we stole out of your paycheck in the first place. Enjoy. Buy something with it from a big corporation. Cash is dirty. We can't give change. There's a coin shortage. Use your card. <laughs> In four months, they convince you to use a traceable card for everything. <laughs> In less than four months, government closed public schools, then restructured education under the guise of public safety. In less than four months, our government demonstrated how easily people assimilate to guidelines that have no scientific premise whatsoever. When you are fearful. <laughs> in less than four months, our government successfully instilled fear in a majority of the population in America that allows them to control every aspect of your life, including what you eat, where you go, who you see, and your toilet paper. <laughs> and the most dangerous and terrifying part, people are not afraid of the government who removed their freedom. They're afraid of their neighbors, family, and friends. <laughs> and they hate those that won't comply. It's absolutely terrifying to me that so many people don't question authority. They are willing to surrender their critical thinking skills and independence. They just gave up without thinking, without a fight. Do you know what's coming next? It's just a vaccine. Come on, it's for the greater good. <laughs> Wait until you're told that you can't enter any store or business without proof of the COVID-19 vaccine. Wait! until you can't go to public events or get on a plane without proof of receiving the vaccine. Don't think it's possible? <laughs> well, you already allowed the government to say when you can go outside, where you're allowed to go and accepted a new unproven digital education for your kids in the last hundred days. 
You followed blindly because you were told to do so. You're kidding yourself. The mass behavior won't be repeated with a vaccine or whatever the next step is. <laughs> I don't follow politics. I don't care about that stuff. I don't think about it. Six million Jewish people were exterminated in Germany because 97% of the population cowered to populist control. Nobody wanted to think about it. It's easier just to ignore it. But that couldn't happen here in America, right? <laughs> they got you without a thought, without a fight. Just like France, just like Russia, just like China. Welcome, comrade. Now, you all know how much work I do on my shows. And I have to see the underbelly of communism and the disgusting complacency that the American public has been lulled into and the willing stupidity that we've accepted. But once in a while, I get, a, I get an article that just literally destroyed me. We're, we are destroying our children. On one hand, we're creating a race of imbeciles, of communists, of people too, too, too stupid to critically think about anything. We're creating what lives in North Korea. These are the ignorant. These are the weak-minded. These are the ones that have been emotionally destroyed on purpose. And I got a clip of two cousins, a boy and a girl. And they're about seven and eight. And they haven't seen each other or hugged each other, each other in weeks and their parents got together and said, no, you, you, you two can, can hug now. Whenever you want. How can we do this to our children? How can we do this to each other? Do you think the government gives you an order? Everybody wears masks. Nobody leaves. You have to be locked down. What happens if we all say no? Do you think they can arrest everyone? All right, now we got to get into the liberal psychosis. And remember, this is the party of racism, intolerance, anger, hate, and fear. The Democrats are from whence comes all evil. This is what it seems like. So, lady who works for the New York Times quit. <laughs> she said she's tired of being bullied. It's toxic there. They hate Trump so much that they make everything look like it's his fault, and they do everything they can to destroy him. You can read the articles. You can I go, go to my website, armchairsurvivalist.com. Now, remember, remember what category we're under. We're under the liberal psychosis. So, the Blessed Virgin Mary statue outside of the Dorchester Church was set on fire. Catholic churches are being burnt to the ground all through the United States. The city of Toronto bans churches from, from administering communion. But they don't ban black thugs or psychotic white communists from marching down the street and causing damage. They're banning singing in churches. Fire destroyed a 240-year-old church in California. A communist in Florida drove his car into a Catholic church when the parishioners were inside and set it on fire. 
This is in the United States. But you realize Muslims and communists all over the world are busy murdering Christians and destroying their churches. It's now come to the United States. Do you hear anything from the mainstream media about how bad it is? No, you don't. So, since the communist that's in charge in New York City fired 600 of the police department, and the, and the rest of them are looking at retiring early, there's a crime spike. Massive. There's videos of semi-humanoid creatures running down the middle of the of, of, of Broadway shooting at each other. Because there's no police there to do anything. So we have this communist retarded bartender, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, for some reason, the idiots in uh, New York elected her as a representative. So she has an answer to this. She has. She 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 says this is. I know why uh, they're shooting each other. I know why there's so much black on black crime now in New York. Is because, well, it's they're basically shoplifting because uh, uh, they need to get bread or go hungry. What? See, so this idiot communist. And you understand, there are only two political parties in the United States. There's conservatives and there's communists. There's nothing else. A rose by any other name still going to poke you in the ass with a thorn. So they have different words they call themselves. Democrat, liberal, these are all communists. Every single one. And she is one of their, uh, one of their leaders, so to speak. And when uh, she got in trouble, well, not in trouble, people started dumping on her because of that stupid thing she said. She came back out and said, you know, the only reason I'm, people are arguing with me on this fact uh, is because they're white. And they just, uh, they, they've, never, they've never understood poverty. White people just don't understand poverty. Republicans are all upset that I'm connecting the dots between poverty and crime. I know most of them haven't experienced or even seen these issues firsthand, but I have. I'm sure she has while she was mixing drinks as a bartender. The black race will never come out of its hole. It, it will never, never succeed as long as they are forced to be victims. The Democrats would not, would not let them off of their dirt plantations. And once the Republicans force them, the Democrats, to let the slaves go, they put them on the concrete plantation, and that's where they kept them. Now, here's another one of uh, AOC's friends, Ileana Omar. She's a scum Somali Muslim representative, female, who hates America. No ifs, ands, or buts. She's under investigation for so many crimes right now, it's ridiculous. She married her brother so just so he could get to the United States. Well, she's been shoveling payments to her, her husband's firm. That's a com- company that uh, her husband runs that's going to be helping her get elected again. Well, so far, she's given him a million dollars. Well, let's see. French bus driver made the mistake of ordering one of the Somali scums in uh, France to put his mask on. So... All of the Somali scums that were on his bus drug him off the bus and beat him to death. Islam is nothing more than a cult. Somali Muslims are the lowest scum of Islam. Now, speaking of scum or communists, Governor of Michigan decided to tell everyone to uh, that it's now law in Michigan. You got to wear masks. So she used the alert system. You know, you get this beep, 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 beep on your phone and says uh, yellow alert, red alert, silver alert, whatever. Why well, did she use that to tell everybody? She didn't have the gall to do it on the air. 
Now, here's something that is going to blow your mind. Not me, because I live next door to Montana. Montana. Montana is supposed to be a state of cowboys and, and, and uh, the Old West. Well, the Old West now has gone communism. Montana screwed up years ago and allowed unions in. So, the Montana Federation of Public Employees. This is a this is the union for all of the employ, public employees in Montana. They just elected as their president a card-carrying communist. You know what I don't understand is why people can't put two and two together. Goya uh, CEO came out and said that uh, he, he likes Trump, he, he appreciates Trump, what he's doing, what Trump is doing uh, for the Latino uh, uh, people in the United States. And as soon as he says that, the communists come out and start screaming, we're going to have a boycott of your food. Now, this guy, usually you don't even, you've never heard of Goya Foods unless you're Cuban. They make some great foods. I've had them. You can't find them in Idaho, but I've had them. And it's all canned foods. He donates millions of dollars of food yearly to the poor people uh, all throughout the United States and, and for that matter for the world so he's been threatened with a boycott well the minor problem is that boycott went into a boycott his sales have doubled in the past month it's gone crazy and on top of that uh, one guy raised over $160,000 to buy Goya foods and donate them to food banks all over the United States. Now, most of you have heard of Judge Jean, Janine, and she's on Fox News, and uh, she had a... And I also talked about Juan Williams. Now, this guy, he's a nice guy. He's a very smart guy. Why does he continue to stay on, on TV as a communist stooge? Well, on Judge's show, they were having uh, some talking about the Goya food thing, and uh, Juan Williams did the uh, typical communist list open my big mouth and shove all my feet in it. Cancel culture strikes again. Goya Food CEO is refusing to apologize in the face of a liberal boycott of his food company. They're angry after he said America was, quote, blessed to have a leader like President Trump. It's suppression of, of speech. In, in 2012, eight years ago, I was called by Michelle Obama to Tampa and I introduced at, uh, in Hispanic Heritage Month, President Obama. So, you know, I'm not apologizing for saying, and especially if you're called by the President of the United States, you're going to say, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy. No, thank you. I didn't say that to the Obamas and I didn't say that to President Trump. All right, Greg. So here we have a guy who's been to the White House with Obama, White House with Trump. This time he goes in support of the Hispanic uh, uh, initiative that provides access to for education and entrepreneurial uh, outreach. And he gives two million cans of food for those who are um, needed during this pandemic. Does the left hate Donald Trump so much that they don't want Hispanics to get help or poor Americans who are suffering right now? to get food. They'll, uh, they will, their hatred for Trump trumps their love for the poor. The best part about this story, one of the boycotters is Lynn manuel Miranda, whose play Hamilton oh, became yeah. a movie and is now under fire for glorifying a slaveholder. So it shows you what happens when you're threatened by the mob. You either fight back or you roll over. Miranda, full-fledged coward, rolled over and went after Goya Foods to save yeah. his own skin. But I have a perfect solution, yeah. which is courtesy of 
Scott Adams. Cancel culture works because it's one way. People can cancel you because they know where you work, but you can't cancel back because you don't know where they work. So we need mutually assured destruction, full transparency, where all the cancelers, we find out where they work and we so we can contact their companies and their bosses and ask them, hey, are you okay with your employee, Doris Johnson, trying to ruin a Hispanic-run company that feeds millions for free? So we need a company devoted to outing all the cancelers because people don't punch you if you can punch back. That's right. That's right. You get respect from them. But, you know, Dana, the, the CEO of Goya says, you know, this is suppression of my speech. And he's not backing down. No. Well, first of all, um, Goya is an amazing company. The story of how that company was built over time is, is incredible. Plus, they have amazing products. What is also quite stunning is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is one of the ones leading the charge uh, on the boycott against Goya. But it was Goya that was the first to go into the New York boroughs after the coronavirus lockdown started to basically provide free food to everybody in those areas. So it is absurd, of course. The other thing is, though, when you are a CEO and you have 10,000 employees that are relying on you, you know, you can understand why people might be reticent to get involved in politics or to say something about politics. I admire him for not backing down, and I don't think that he regrets it for for one instance. And it's just too bad that to clarify cancel culture on the backs of this company, which, by the way, again, I would say their products are excellent. I encourage everyone to go out and get some. But Juan, I want to I end this with you uh, in terms of, look, the left is so focused on trashing people on the right that they don't care that the people that they presume to be on the right are helping poor people, hungry people, helping immigrants. Their, their hate is so dug in. I mean, are you comfortable with this? The right doesn't do this to Obama. And trust me, a lot of people on the right didn't like Obama. But this is like cancel them out, boycott them, make them lose their jobs. I, Aren't you uncomfortable with that? I don't like boycotts, if that's what you're asking, Judge. But let me just say, we live in politically polarized times. And if you're talking about who likes division, President Trump's pushes buttons of division and polarization quite regularly. I think you'll remember he started his campaign by going after Latin immigrants. He said Mexicans were rapists and thieves. So I think, to your point, if people punch back, guess what? There are people who will will punch back from the other side. So I, I of you course he said, wait a of second, one. of course he one. said I'm rapist. He used the very no, word you can't rapist, Judge. Their you don't want to hear it, that's but what, that's, that's the truth. I, look, no, I don't. I'll lie. tell you what that's you the guys truth. can do. And you know why? Because you, you know what you use guys can do. Here's what you can do, Judge. Use, and judge, they say hold she on, my hold on. You've had your say, Judge. Judge, enough. Is it so yeah, hard for yeah, you to listen? Come on, Judge. Yeah, here's the thing, Judge. You can have the opposite effect, which is guess what? Lots of people who like President Trump can start buying Goya if that's what they want. Maybe they'll like rice and beans smothered in hot sauce. I don't know, but I'm just telling you, we live in politically polarized times, and we have a politically polarizing president. Yeah, no, we don't. He doesn't push buttons. Batterers use that excuse all the time when they beat their wives, okay? I hate that term. We have to do exactly what she does. When you start hearing people spout BS, you've got to point it out. You've got to say, that is BS. That's a lie. You're a damn liar. You've got to tell these people. You can't just close your eyes and walk away. That's cowardice. You know, someday come and visit me. Someday, come and visit me, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you, you know, anybody. 
you, I am what I say I am. There's no, there's no mystery to me. I'm what's called a man. That I know is a mystery to communists and is a mystery to the feminists out there, but not to me and not to any other man in the United States or, for that matter, in the world. If somebody comes to, up to me or is around me and starts spouting crap, I don't care what kind of crap it is, I'm going to call it that. I'm not going to back down and say, well, just to keep the peace, I think I'll act like a little boy. No, ain't going to happen. And if you don't start getting up on your hind legs like I do, we're screwed for the rest of eternity. This is it. This election is the last election. It's, we're not going to have another election. The communists will have taken over the United States. Why? Because we let them. Because we stupidly voted communists in to control our country. We have communists in the city council, county commissioners, on the water board, the school board, the mayors, the governors. These people are communists. For God's sakes, you, I can't believe people didn't learn about this in school. You've heard, I don't care who you are, I don't care, oh, I don't like the news, I never listen to the news. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, you can find anything you want on the internet, and I guarantee you, you've heard it all. I guarantee people around you have been telling you that this is all crap. And they're getting fed up with it. And they're at the point where they're not going to take it anymore. Now we're going to, I'm going to show you true racism. And you're not going to see any white people in here. Because that's not where it comes from. It comes from blacks. It comes from communists. Two Texas police officers were killed in an ambush attack. A federal police officer in Portland, Oregon, communist-controlled city in a communist-controlled state, hit with sledgehammers. New York Police Department, NYPD cop, in a scuffle with some thug blacks, was put in a headlock, and uh, then they took off. New York State troopers demand that they no longer be used in New York City because it's too criminal and they're not allowed to defend themselves. And now police no longer have protection when they perform their job. Four thugs come up to a cop. They all got knives. Cop takes a gun out and shoots one of them. He's going to jail. In Portland, protesters are now using projectile weapons, slingshots, So slingshot, what, what, big deal, slingshot, yeah, with steel ball bearings. There's a video going all over the place of protesters. It's, um, you'll see it, you can see it on my website, I'm not going to explain it to you, but let's just say there was some, there was some police arresting a a black guy, and six to ten other thugs attacked them from a walkway above them, and beat them with sticks and bats, and one of the cops that was hit was the head of the, the department. I even have a video. I have a video that you'll find there that shows these thugs being issued these sticks out of a trunk of a car. Berkeley has a great idea because they're getting rid of their police department. They're going to have civilian city workers uh, give tickets out to people on traffic stops. Yeah, that's going to work great. Black Lives Matter is now going around telling certain police departments do not attend a protest or you're going to aggravate us and make us angry and we're going to then we're probably going to kill you. So remember who the communists used to start this? George Floyd. The full body cam has been released. I have it. Floyd was so screwed up on drugs he didn't know which end was up. 
he was yelling, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, before they put him in the car. Before they did anything to him except they handcuffed him. And then he starts telling how he can't breathe. Black Lives Matter have the leader has declared war on police. You know, a lot of you aren't old enough to remember, but I am. I remember when this happened before. And the next thing you know, it was armed resistance. There were blacks being shooting at police. And they ended up wiping the, that group of blacks out. This is stupid. And those who don't remember history apparently are willing to repeat it. So they decide that they're going to declare war on blacks. And there are now a group. This is nothing more than, than black lives, uh, power, black power. Uh, this is the same crap that we had in the 60s. And for some reason, they're allowing them to create their militias. Now, us white people, you know, we, we have a militia, and then all of a sudden, that militia is evil and nasty. But the blacks have a militia that threatens and demands a land that they can call their own. And if the government doesn't give the blacks the land they want, well, they'll just take Texas become the backbone for the military for a new black nation. What is the solution to all of this? The solution is very simple. We follow a declaration of of liberation declaring every African American descendant of slavery a political prisoner here in the United States and that was affected by the Portuguese slave trade and then after that the United States has a choice. Either A, carve us a piece of land out here we'll take Texas and let us do our own thing or don't stop us when we exit this body here and go somewhere where they will give us our own land to build our own nation. What is your name and what is the... I'm the official Grandmaster J. I created the NFAC. Alright, and how long have the organization been in existence? We don't give that information out. Just how we'll tell you this, we're all ex-military, we're all very disciplined, we're all expert shooters. We don't want to talk no more, we don't want to negotiate, we don't want to sing songs, we don't bring signs to a gunfight. We're an eye-for-an-eye organization. So when they decide to act right, we'll decide to act right, and we do it all legally, just like they do. Oh, and these uh, these anti-American communists, they call themselves the NFAC, not effing around coalition. The push by black communists, it's, it's happening all over the world. This is not a, a uh, little tiny isolated incident that's happening in the United States. It's happening in England as well. And here's one of their leaders talking about it. Racism thrives on capitalism. The back of racism is capitalism. And they say about education, we need a black militia. When I say that, I'm not saying it because I want people to fear and think we're coming violent. What we're saying is, you push, we push. You fight, we fight. Peace is not peace until you recognize our life. And we're not going to lay down no more. I'm not going down on the knee. I'm always going to be ten toes standing, just like my ancestors, ten toes standing. No justice. No justice. Take it to the streets. I can't hear you. No justice. No justice. Take it to the streets. Take it to the streets. I ain't scared of no terrorist group. The police is no different from the KKK. They stand around and protect statues and buildings instead of people. They need to join the local council and start to litter pick too. When I say they have a pepper spray, we have our own too. They have smokes, we have it too. Come together, put your fist in the air. Black power! 
Don't ever be scared to say it doesn't mean that you hate another race and anybody that said that you hate them, they too have hidden racism because they're scared of your blackness. Black is beautiful. Black is evident. And when I say free Palestine, do you know a guy called Cecil Rhodes? He created a Glen Grey law in South Africa. What is happening in Palestine and in Yemen is the Glen Grey law being recreated. Just like the SUS law, the stop and search, prevent policies, a racist policy. British value does not exist because it took its values from all around the world don't be scared to say free palestine don't be afraid to say free west papua don't be afraid to say free yemen you're not anti-semitic don't let no jewish man create a way to be unheard to make you unheard silence is violence if we keep silent we are also a part of that oppression i refuse to let nobody put a gag on me that's why i don't connect to no political party we need our own political party because we have david lammy's tokenistic we have sadiq khan is tokenistic pretty patel tokenistic. We've had so many inquiries. We've had the Grenfell inquiry, the Windrush inquiry, the McPherson inquiry, the COVID inquiry. They know they're racist. Get ready to fight them. If they don't bring peace, they know what's going to happen. One solution! Revolution! In every one of these protests, in every one of these speeches, the black person that's talking is a trained communist. They are trained by the Soviet Union. They know what they're doing because, well, the Soviet's been doing it for, what, 100 years now? My viewpoint and millions of other people's viewpoint is it's not just black lives that matter. All lives matter. In last year, there were, what was there, 15 blacks killed by police, uh, 1,100 white people killed by police. So it's, it's all lives matter. And never mind the police, never mind George Floyd, because all of that is pretense. That, none of that's real. In law, that would be called a fallacious argument, meaning an argument made up of false data, false facts. But don't go out and say all lives matter, because you might end up getting murdered. And that's exactly what, what has happened uh, to a, a, a woman. She was shot in the head because she said all lives matter. Another racist teacher, and this is, I find that this is like, what? I, I don't understand. I didn't understand this, but I, but I bet you... Any racist would understand this. Black racist would. So this teacher, this is a teacher. Name's Brittany Marshall. She comes on to Twitter and she says, Nope, the idea of two plus two equaling four is cultural. And because of Western imperialism, colonization, we think of it as the only way of knowing. Huh? This is a teacher. My taxes pay this psychotic, this anti-American racist to teach people, teach children. And she says that, no, math is racist because white people invented it. This is the kind of crap we all have to pay attention to. Whole Foods. A lot of you guys out there go to Whole Foods for, for shopping. All right? So, Cambridge Whole Foods, they have a dress code. You know, you have to wear a mask in there as an employee. So some of the employees were wearing Black Lives Matter masks. And the manager said, no, I'm sorry, you can't. You're not supposed to promote anything. So doing what they normally do is they make a mountain out of a molehill. So they decided to strike. Well, in, in English, it's they decided to get fired. But uh, they, they're striking out front. They, you know, they're marching back and forth, uh, racist, blah, blah, blah. And some customers are joining them. And everybody inside the stores were like, what are you doing? You Just change your mask. Here, here take, take this one. 
This is astounding. Well, on one hand. On the other hand, this is what communists do. This is what the victim blacks do, is they make a mountain out of a molehill, which is fine by me. I got a job. So you know the Smithsonian Institute. They have all these different articles, these these different... uh, uh, it's a National Museum there, and they have all kinds of different uh, exhibits there. They have one. It's it's uh, African-American history and culture. Okay? African-American history and culture. And they, they are teaching us idiot white people what whiteness is and how racist we are uh, culturally, because all, all whites are racist automatically, right? And uh, being white is, is oppressive to blacks. And, and there are simple... There are simple... Items, uh, uh, signs of whiteness. Uh, let's see, um, rugged individualism, self-reliance. The nuclear father with a mother and a father. Objective, rational, linear thinking. Hard work. Delayed gratification. Respect for authority. Following time schedules. Christianity. Planning for the future. English common law justice. Property rights. Being polite. These are all symbols of whiteness. And this is the Smithsonian Institute that exists because my taxes pay for it. Now, there's another museum that fired their curator. Well, he actually resigned because he refused to cancel white artists in there. This is the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. He he was ordered to take out all racist artists, all their work. And, of course, to the communists... Their fallacious argument is that all whites are racist, so we want all the white white uh, uh, artwork out of there. And he said no, so they forced him to retire. <laughs> now here's a here's an example. Of what happens when you put all communists in as a city council? North Carolina City has decided to issue reparations to all the poor black folk in town. Now I don't think any of them have uh, ever been a slave, but they're still going to give them all reparations for what I don't know. But it's not just a paycheck. It's going to be special training, special this, everything special, but only for the blacks, of course. And I actually, the the, the, the mayor, the black mayor, looks like a nice guy, sounds like a communist. Hundreds of years of black blood spilled that basically fills the cup we drink from today, Councilman Keith Young said. Why, well, I, I hope you people in that city, which I'm not even going to waste time talking about. I hope you people in that city in North Carolina like getting reamed by the commies. USC, University of Southern California School of Cinematic Art, announces plan to remove the John Wayne exhibit. Because, as you know, John Wayne was a racist. Was he? And you know where they got that idea? You know where they got that? They got it from a about a two-minute interview that was done 50 years ago. And here is what John said that they claim is racist. But what about the civil rights? I mean, it's necessary. What about the civil rights? Well, we have 20 million blacks on this continent. Right. It was necessary to extend rights to them that perhaps for the first 199 years were denied them in this in, in this free America. I guess that uh, they've had a, a pretty tough break, but uh, uh, not quite as bad as... Uh, you and your do-gooder friends would uh, have them believe they live as well here as they live in any other country over that 199 years. True, I think they do have a right to more rights, but it isn't a, a thing where 
where the rest of, of the uh, country should feel terribly guilty about anything because they have had a better life here and their fathers and mothers than they would have had any place else. And I want to see them have everything. I don't squawk and cry baby and say, geez, I had to go without meals when I was 16 and 17 years old. It's a terrible thing. Uh, I don't think that, uh, that the, you should look back and whine and bellyache or try to hold somebody else guilty for everything you did. So that's the, that's the uh, racist John Wayne. Yeah, okay. So Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia, has decided to do its part to unwhite all of the uh, whites out there. So they're going to have a course called Race and Ethnicity for all students. It's mandated. Uh, blacks may attend, but whites, man- it's mandated. And it's going to teach whites how not to be so white so that they don't, they don't trigger their black uh, st- schoolmates. Now, you, you know the category I'm under, okay? And this is, this is liberal psychosis. And this is a little section I call true racism. And this just popped up, and I didn't know where else to put it. This is in Los Angeles. Twelve white female bodies were found in a garage freezer tagged Black Lives Matter. And it was uh, it's in a house owned by a black guy. So he had killed twi- 12 white females, put toe tags on each one, and shoved them in a freezer. Portland rioters. Now, you know Portland's having riots for the past six weeks every night. Every night. And this is what happens when you have a communist mayor in, that's in charge of a city and a communist governor that's in charge of the communist mayor. So they have riots all the time. Some guy made a wrong turn, ended up in the middle of one of these riots. So they stormed his car. Very simple. He opened his window, stuck out his Glock 17, raised it in the air, and fired half a dozen rounds. Well, the thugs ran like the roaches they are. And then he just calmly drove out of the way. Did you know that we've hit another record? Every single month since this pandemic started, we've been hitting records of gun purchases. We hit another record. You know, I, there's videos popping up all over YouTube uh, put out by good old boys in, in Tennessee and Texas and, and Missouri and Nevada talking to these black militias saying you know you you guys because if you you can see the video of these the so-called black militia i I looked at two of them had pellet rifles and they're all dressed in black spandex and and some of them have some tactical gear on and a couple of them had some 10 they had 22 caliber rifles and these this is the militia you know out of all the people buying guns about 85 percent of them are white and the rest is a smattering of Asian, Latino, and, and black. And I can tell you this, ladies and gentlemen of the black militia, everyone, every one of them buying guns will gladly raise them at you because you're going to cause another civil war. There were, I did a story on an old woman. Uh, she, she, she uh, a liquor store, she's 88 years old, and they, they uh, some thugs came in and robbed her basically not robbed her they they shoplifted a whole bunch of stuff and then when she told them not to do that one of them uh, tried to attack her she pulled out a pistol and shot him okay so the police took her gun away and uh, they announced that in the newspaper by the way so she's now disarmed i'm gonna tell you a little story modesto california my brother lives about 20 miles outside of that 
in a town called Ceres. There was a retired sheriff lived on a corner there with his with his wife, and they were both in their 80s. And he died and left her a Smith & Wesson Model 27 357 Magnum revolver 6-inch barrel, which she kept by her bed. And one day, she wakes up. Now, this is on the second floor. One day, she wakes up, and there's this, there's this black guy standing naked at the end of her bed. She, she sleeps really deep, I guess. She picked up the revolver, and she's fired around out the window. He, she didn't want to put a hole in her house or him. She just wanted to scare him. And he took off. He dove out the window on the second floor and took off. Okay, that was a big article in the newspaper there. And this is a socialist newspaper. It's the McClatchy Bee. Police came out, took her gun. That's bad enough. And then the communists at the McClatchy Bee posted, front page, gun taken from old lady who protected herself with it. So they advertise the fact that she had no weapon. So she comes into my gun shop in Modesto. And she's, she's a, her husband used to be a good customer of mine. She comes in and she's crying. And she says, I, I need something. I, I'm the one that's in the newspaper and I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, well, I can't sell you a gun. But, and because they had uh, a restriction on her now. But I have this commercial level stun gun here. This is not a stun gun that you can find on eBay. I'm telling you right now. This thing uh, is half an amp. Now you can have 10 million volts. But it's the amperage that's going to do you down. So this thing is so powerful. It's a handheld unit. Uh, it's about, oh, I don't know how, how big it is, but it's, it's a big one. It's, and I'm 6'2", and, and it's big for me. So it has a safety on it and a trigger, a little button. This thing's so powerful, it'll, it'll blow chrome off of a mirror. I know that because I stupidly tested it on, a, on my mirror on my truck. So I gave that to her. I said, if, if anybody comes in again, you just take that safety off, push it against them, even if they were in clothes, and they'll go down. They're not gonna. It's not gonna kill them, but they're gonna wish they were dead. So, didn't hear nothing back for a week, and then I get a phone call from a friend of mine who's a reporter for for the uh, for the uh, radio station that I was on, and he says, "You won't believe what happened. Somebody broke into that lady's house again. The same black guy come up to the side of her bed. She woke up. He was taking the covers off the bed, and he was standing there naked. She had the stun gun in her hand on the side of her." She took the safety off and pushed it against him, and and there was, you can imagine what was the closest thing that she hit. Took him down like a wet bag of spaghetti, and he's laying on the ground in a fetal position. She went and got her chair and set it on top of him, and then proceeded to zap him right in the um, cojones. She gets in her cell phone, calls the police department, says the guy's back. I have him in custody. And they said, well, we don't have an officer handy right now. Now she's on speakerphone. And the guy on the ground heard that and says, No, come on, get me. She's killing me. And well, the police were out in about 10 minutes. Every time he moved, she'd zap him in the gonads again. And uh, they got and arrested the guy. And the cop, the officer came to me and he said, You know, you, you uh, gave her an illegal weapon. I said, No, I didn't. And I said, Look, you guys are idiots. You knew that she was a th- her, her life was at threat. And you took her weapon away. And then you told the, the media that you took her weapon away. But you go ahead and take that stun gun. I've got 500 more in the back here, and I'll be giving them to her one at a time. Glenn Beck was doing a lot. He does a lot of research on things. And, and he realized that there was a, uh, somebody helping raise money for the Black Lives Matter. He, he's trying to find out who exactly is funding this communist organization. 
he discovered who was funding it. And as soon as he mentioned it on his show, they took the uh, website down. But Tucker Carlson heard about it, and he did some research, and he wants to explain it to you. Well, despite its immense political power, and it does have immense power, the group Black Lives Matter isn't really much of a group. It's a relatively small, flimsy organization. In fact, it doesn't really have a legal existence of its own. Officially, the primary Black Lives Matter group is simply a project of another nonprofit called Thousand Currents. Now, why is this interesting? Well, it's interesting because the current vice chair of Thousand Currents is a woman called Susan Rosenberg, and she's a convicted terrorist who spent 16 years in federal prison before she was given a pardon by Bill Clinton on the very last day in office. Bernie Carrick remembers this well. He's the former police commissioner of New York City, but before that, he worked in New Jersey, and he personally escorted Susan Rosenberg from the federal courthouse in Newark in 1985. He knows the story well, and we're happy to have him on tonight. Mr. Kirk, thank you for coming on. So, Susan yeah, Rosenberg... I had, I had hair then, Tucker. I had hair. <laughs> and an AR-15. So, what? who is Susan Rosenberg? Why is it significant that she now, in effect, works for Black Lives Matter? It, it, for me, uh, on a personal note, it's, uh, it's important for your viewers to know who she is, because Black Lives Matter, as I've said, dating back to 2015, it's a revolutionary Marxist group. That's what it is. It's a group that wants to overthrow this government, the country. It's a group that its founders, its three founders, were inspired by a woman named Joanne Chesimard, who goes by an African named Asada Shakur, who lives in exile in Cuba after she assassinated a New Jersey state trooper. She was involved in a number of bombings and executions of New York City cops, cops in San Francisco, and cops in New Jersey. That's who they are. That's what they're about. And when I tried to explain that to people over the last two or three years, they didn't get it. Now, in the last few weeks, we learn Susan Rosenberg is one of their fundraising gurus, let's say. Well, Susan Rosenberg, in 1985, she was convicted of possessing hundreds of pounds of explosives. She was involved in the Brinks-Nyack robbery, where two cops were killed and a security guard was killed. She was involved, her and her organization, the May 19th Communist Organization, they were involved in a number of police assassinations, bombings, the U.S. Capitol bombing, the Naval War College bombing, and a number of others in, in the United States. She was a radical revolutionary and she was let out of prison. She was commuted on the last day of President Clinton's term in office. Uh, after 16 years in prison, she was given 58 years in prison. And now she's out. Who does she work for? Black Lives Matter. I think, you know, we're missing something here. I think DOJ should be looking at Black Lives Matter as a terrorist group, as a terrorist organization. I, I find it astounding that all these U.S. firms, some 200 that you've, you've chronicled uh, on your show, they're just pounding money into a group that's all about the overthrow of this government. And if you can't see it on its face by what they do normally on a daily basis, then you need to start looking at their associates, their inspirers, and the people around them, because this stuff has been going on since 1960, 70, in the early 80s, when these people, these revolutionaries, Marxist revolutionaries, wanted to overthrow this country. It's just amazing that all the rich ladies in Aspen and Greenwich think BLM is about ending racism, which obviously all of us are for, when in fact it's a revolutionary group. Maybe the U.S. government could take decisive action and by doing that, make it really clear that this is a terror organization. You know what, Tucker, Black Lives Matter was 
was truly working for black lives, they'd be marching tonight in Chicago exactly. or Baltimore exactly, or Cleveland. Exactly right. or, I can give you 20 other cities. No, I know. It's and, it's, and it's having the opposite effect. Here's another example of what the communists do to divide the nation. We have a senator. He is nothing more than a pile of Schumer. And he's putting out this uh, this aid bill that he wants passed. It, it's it's to it's to really help. Uh, no, not Americans, but all blacks. There are no whites allowed to be uh, to helped in this bill. Uh, it's it's all kinds of different things to help, and and it's money and special jobs and special training and special this, but whites are not allowed. Now I don't understand why that isn't pure racism and why is not why isn't it being called that by these creatures that call themselves democrats in washington dc now we're getting into the category called government threat now that's not necessarily our government but it's government threats there is a there's a procedure that law enforcement does it's a it's a camera system and i'm not going to go into it but it's for reading license plates every gun show some government agent, whether it's a federal or local, drives through the parking lot and takes pictures of all of the license plates. Well, so does Customs and Border Border Patrol. They do the same thing. They they uh, take pictures of every vehicle that comes and goes on any border. Also, other agencies do the same thing. Malls take pictures of license plates. Uh, local governments do downtown governments do city council there's all these different data collection uh, license plate reading um, aspects all through the United States they're putting all of those together the idea is a cop wants to be able to he sees a license plate and he types it into some database and it says where that person's from if that's the right plate for that vehicle does that person have wants and warrants on him? Is there a problem with that? You know, this this is a big thing. And this is happening, and I have the link to it on my uh, armchairsurvivalist.com. Facebook filed a patent. You're going to not love this, but you're going to understand this because this is going to affect everybody out there. What this patent is for, it's a system that hides audio clips in TV ads. You're watching your TV, right? And all of a sudden, your cell phone lights up. What is going on? Well, this is a this is a program that hides a activation sound in TV ads to trigger your phone to turn on to start recording background noise. It's been used by the FBI and the CIA. So if you're sitting watching TV and all of a sudden your cell phone turns on, you just got hit. You just got activated. Turn your phone off. I mean off. Don't just go out turn the screen off. No, turn it off and realize what I just said. This is a system that hides a sound, subliminal sound, in a TV ad, and it triggers your cell phone to turn on and start recording. There's a big concern now uh, because, well, America has basically been stupid enough to allow our enemies to buy land here, like China. China is buying land as close to every Air Force base in the United States as they can. I I know that for a fact. I knew this before th- this article even came out. I remember years ago in Sacramento, McClellan Air Force Base, there were Chinese corporations buying businesses all around there. And then they just move out and there's no business there, but it's dead. But it's owned by some Chinaman. 
this is a I wonder if type of thing, okay? You know, we have this Supreme Court justice who's supposed to be a conservative. He's come out with some rulings that are not conservative in any way, shape, or form. You've heard the term Lolita Express. Now, that was a uh, plane that was that was uh, owned by Jeffrey Epstein that flew the elites to and from the, his island and other places where they would uh, have sex with underage children, or just children, period. One of the names that pops up on this log is John Roberts. Now, that could be unsubstantiated. This could be just a... Uh, uh, who knows? This could be. This could be uh, a maybe. I mean, we we don't know, but we do know. I mean, there's pictures of of uh, Adolf uh, Clint, of Clinton flying on the Lolita Express, and one time Trump needed to get from point A to point B in uh, on the East Coast, and and he knew Jeffrey. He said, uh, "Hey, you, can can you give me a lift?" And he got a lift to New York City. So he was on the log. And it showed that. It said this is where he's going, you know, so it was no big deal. But John Roberts, you know, I mean, is that a coincidence? Maybe. Maybe maybe not. We don't know. Now we get into the category of Trump. You know, one of the things that the communists don't want is for Biden to open his mouth. Because every time he does, he sticks not only his feet in it, but every other communist's foot in it as well. So he opens his mouth, and he's talking at a big money fundraiser, and he quotes Mao Zedong, which is one of the infamous communist murderers who killed millions of his own people. Biden has copied other people over the years. He's not well known for original material, shall we say. <laughs> so he's, he's now copying Mao Zedong, or Mao Zedong, however you want to pronounce it. And he's saying that uh, women hold up half the world which is a quote from uh, this communist murderer. Now, this, this is another thing here. Now, this, could, this might be real. This might not be real. I'm not sure. I just heard it. And it sounds like something they pull in Africa. Schumer, Pelosi. Schumer and Pelosi. Schumer, Pelosi. Schumer and Pelosi. White savior. They are the ones, white liberals, who promise to take good care of blacks. Schumer, Pelosi. Schumer and Pelosi. Schumer, Pelosi. Schumer and Pelosi. White savior. They are the ones. White liberals who promise to take good care of blacks. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Trump is bad. They are the ones, white liberals, who promise to take good care of blacks. I'm Nancy Pelosi. And I'm Chuck Schumer. And, and we, we approve, approve this message. message. Yeah, okay, so uh, Trump comes out with a new t shirt. Now, I like Trump. He's a capitalist. So he has this web store that he sells all kinds of Trump stuff to, uh, it, from. And he has his T-shirt, with which has a, a picture of uh, the American Eagle in a unique form. There's different forms of the American Eagle. Well, the mainstream media says that T-shirt is racist. Racist. Because it uses Nazi symbolism. Now, all the normal humans are standing there going, What? What the hell are you talking about? Well, it's... 
it's mainstream media. This is these are communists. You never know what the hell they're talking about. So they made a fool of themselves, but that's not a problem. That's that's pretty standard. And the problem with with these communists is that all of the fellow communists can't physically see when they stick their feet in their mouth. A West Virginia mailman admits altering mail-in ballots. Now, when they say mail-in ballots, who, who carries those? The mail people do. So, Trump has been saying for years, we can't do mail-in ballots. I mean, different times, different places, you can do some, yeah, but you can't do all mail-in ballots for all of the United States voting because it's it's going to open it up for fraud. Well, I think this kind of proves that. Now, this is one of a dozen different examples of mail-in ballots being modified. Because what the carrier did was modified these ballots. Trump created a commission to discover voter fraud. And he found millions, or not he, but the commission, found millions of voter registrations duplicated in multiple states. Now, that happens. I was in California one time, I registered to vote. And then I moved to Nevada, and I registered to vote. Then I moved to Idaho, and I registered to vote. At one time, my name was on three rolls. I physically had to call up and cancel. And, and I couldn't cancel by calling. I had to fill out a form that says, no, honest, I don't live there anymore. This is how I have to take it off. Now, I don't, I don't know uh, anywhere else, but this is what I ended up having to do, was file a form to physically remove my name from the polls. But I think they were supposed to have some kind of a special check system created to where they run it by social security numbers or something to where you you don't get duplicate stuff. But we're getting duplicate stuff. And there's no no risk, Andrew Butts, about this. Now, I wanted to address this pardon or uh, commutation that Trump did for for Roger Stone. And the communists are yelling and screaming that it's an outrage and, and what we need to do is uh, is uh, uh, kill the president. That's it. That's us. Kill the president. Everything would be fine. That's, that's no problem at all. Well, the problem was is that Obama commuted the sentence of a convicted murderer terrorist. Clinton commuted the sentence of a convicted crime boss drug dealer. Right? So how does that, how does Roger Stone fit in with all of that garbage? Uh, I don't think he does, but that's neither here nor there. Remember the the argument known as a fallacious argument? That's what this is. This is a fallacious argument. And just uh, to throw this in on the end, uh, Trump has closed five military bases in Afghanistan. And this is, this is what he's wanted to do since the beginning. He's not been able to because he, he's not a one-man band. He has to do basically what he can do. And when Congress says, we have the purse strings and we're not going to allow you to do it, he can't do anything. Now, he could. He closed five bases. So much for all the all that crap. Now, I'm going to talk to you about some Internet security. Guys, gals out there, everyone, it's got to the point, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts, you are now complacent. My wife is complacent. She'll pick up her phone and she'll poke on it for hours on end in Facebook or whatever the hell else she's looking at. And my son does the same thing. And so do millions and millions and millions of people worldwide. They do the same thing. Or they go on their computer. Mostly it's on a cell phone now. It's on their phone. Or tablet even. What kind of security do you have? What's secure? What do you mean security? I don't give my phone to someone else. No, that has nothing to do with it. The Hackers and con men and scammers 
change their attack attitude on a daily basis. They learn things. They learn how to get a hold of people and how to lie to them and convince them that that they aren't who they are. I'm going to be conservative now. 80%, 80% of the hack jobs, uh, when a company is hacked, when, when millions of emails are stolen, social security numbers are stolen, credit card information is stolen, aren't hacks. It's somebody was stupid enough to answer a question online. So I get an email. And this is one example. You have to be able to extrapolate it to all the examples that could ever exist. I get an email that says, uh, Hi, Kurt, this is uh, uh, from Chase, your credit card company. Uh, we think your account's been fraudulently activated or, or accessed. Please log in and change your password. And there's a link right there that says, Log in here. Most of you, no, I can't even say that. It's hard to tell. Too many of you will go, Uh-oh, I better do that now. You click on that link, you go to someplace, and if you're on your cell phone, you're, you're very, very limited of what you can see. So you go to the link and you put in your password and you log in. And then you don't know where you are because it doesn't say Chase anymore. It's just you put a password in, your your uh, ID and a password, and that's it. And you go, what the hell was that all about? Well, what you just did was give a hacker your password and your ID to your Chase account. So what he's doing right now is logging into your Chase account and changing your password. Same thing from PayPal. You get a PayPal. And I do this. I get this. I get stuff every day. PayPal. From PayPal. Uh, we think uh, your account's been compromised. Please log in and change your password. Well, my email programs have the ability to determine exactly where that came from, including the, the number, the MAC address of the machine. So let's say, here's a PayPal link on my email address. I get an email. It says, click on this PayPal link. Well, that link is to tjlawservices.com slash 479965bxbbbbb dot 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 slash PayPal. So I can see that these are fraudulent. Rule of thumb, I don't care what you get sent, what email you get sent, from what organization. Never click on anything in that link. Never click on a link on your emails or your cell phone or your tablet. And let me say it again. Never click on a link that's sent to you on your cell phone, tablet, computer, or whatever. Go to the site itself and log in. PayPal, right? So I get this thing that says you've got to change your PayPal uh, password. I don't click on that. I go to PayPal itself. I log into PayPal and I notice nothing's wrong. So I send it to Spoof. Now, for eBay and PayPal, you would send to Spoof, S-P-O-O-F, at PayPal.com, eBay.com, what have you. Or if you know this is a phony email, send it to Abuse at whatever whatever the domain is that they're claiming they are. If you don't do these things, you're setting yourself up, and you're going to you're going to lose your butt. I, so many people have, have their, my credit card got hacked. No, it didn't. You stupidly used it on the wrong site. Now, if you're going to buy stuff on the internet, and that's where the powers that be want you to use your credit card, no more cash. You look up on the address, and let's say you go to PayPal.com. It'll say HTTPS. That's for secure. So you make sure 
that whatever website you go to, to use a credit card, make sure that site is secure. That's the least you can do. You really have to participate in this thing called life. It is not a, a, uh, uh, something that you can just sit back and stare at and think that you're going to survive. You can't do that. You've got to use some common sense. These people can hide the original addresses and make you think. They can spoof addresses and make you think that what you're getting is the, the real deal. So no emails. Never click on anything that comes in an email unless you know the person and unless you can prove that's the person that sent you this because they can spoof anything. I've had emails sent to me by my son. From my son, it says. Nope, not him. I've had emails sent to me from my dead mother. Uh, I had to check twice on that one. You never know about her. So you have to be careful. Now, I'm going to have links to a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff on internet security on my website for the show notes for the 19th. There are things that you can get to protect your computer, but the biggest thing is common sense. And that is the sad thing, is people are not using common sense. You have to use common sense. You know, this is ridiculous. People get, again, they get complacent. We had a guy... Now, first off, Survival Enterprises Company, we've never had one card that's been compromised in over 30 years. Not one debit or credit card. So, I mean, we did. We took credit cards for 30 years. It's since December that we haven't taken credit cards. But not one card is compromised. Then some guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, my card got compromised. I $1,600 for an airplane ticket to Barabos, whatever the hell that is. So I said, well, it's not from us. We, we our, our card can't be compromised through us at all. So in talking to him, we figured he goes he, first. He said, "Well, you're the only company I used it for on the internet." I said, "Really?" So let's figure this out. So you get these credit credit cards, debit cards, and then you have you sign up for stuff. Let's say you sign up for Netflix. Well, you give them a credit card, and then that way you don't have to pay them each month. It's automatically taken out of your your bank account. Or you sign up for a long-distance service. Or you sign up for a cell phone. Or you sign... You see what I mean? People think, well, I haven't used my card for anyone but you. Yeah. How many of your card... How many numbers has your card been posted on? How many websites has your card been posted on? Have you checked every single one of them for validity? Have, there was... The, so we found out this guy had gone to a, a web store that was selling special sandals. These are $100 sandals and they were selling them for $69.95 delivered. So he ordered two pair. And he did all the stuff and put in his credit card and all that crap. And then uh, hit enter. And then he never got a, a receipt. They never sent him an email saying thank you for your payment. The shipment will be blankety blank. He never got any of that stuff. He tried to call the company twice and the, and the phone said the number you called is no longer in service at this time. So he just said, yeah, it's a phony company, whatever. That's where, that, that's where his card got compromised. 80% of the time, it's you. You're doing something wrong that's not smart. When you go to a restaurant and you pay your check, they bring you their little black booklet and you open it up and there's your receipt and there's a spot for your credit card. No, never let your credit card or debit card out of your sight because they take pictures of it. They take pictures of both sides. Now they got your credit card number and your CVC number at the same time. And your name, of course. So when you pay, you walk up to the cash register and you pay. You never let your credit card leave your site. You go to, with the, with the uh, uh, cashier up to the 
cash register, have her run the card, you do it there. Or if it's a computer, you go up to them with it, you, you do it there. You never give your credit card to a clerk in a store unless your eyes are on it at all times. You protect your credit card and debit cards. You don't show them to people. You don't leave them out. You don't play this. On TV, they got this thing. This woman's in a car, and she's her and her girlfriend have just left the uh, some place where she spent $100 on something or other. And they're 15 minutes out, and she goes, Oh, I think I left my credit card there, just sitting there. We all make mistakes. You can't afford to anymore. So your credit card is under your control at all times. Never give your number out unless you know what you're doing, unless you know that's a secure site, unless you know that's real site, not a phony site. There are so many phony sites out there. The the uh, GoDaddy, which hosts uh, hundreds and thousands of websites, they actually have programs that crawl all of their all of their uh, servers to look for these phony websites. And you can inform them of phony websites whenever that you find some. And I do. See, here's how it works. Somebody sends me this email. And the email says, hey, I'm a Nigerian prince. And uh, my, my uh, mother died, and she wanted me to contact you and, and ask you if you could take over the $23 million account that we have. It, just please help me out, okay? So email me back and let me know. So I look at the, I, I track back. These are called headers. I can open up the headers to his email, and I can see exactly where it's from. And if I see a domain name there, and I will, a lot of times what these people do is they'll go to an unsecured domain. Like one of the best ones is a, a photographer. He has one page. It says, this is who I am. These are the type of pictures I take. Call me. Well, he doesn't know. He, he thinks, I don't need any security. So what happens is these hackers go there, these scam artists, and they access his website and they create a subdomain or a, a sub website to where people can be sent to. So I find out what domain it is, and then I go and search and see who is the host of that domain, who is hosting that domain, who's who's that domain registered to, and then I contact the person who the domain is registered to, and the hosting company, and I tell them there's a scam going on. One hundred times out of a hundred times, the person who owns the domain didn't know anything about it and freaks out. And I've got to walk them through how to get their domain secured. And there's more to this email stuff. When you get emails, you never click on a link in the email. Okay? I mean, serious. Never click on a link in an email. I don't care what it is. Don't click on a link. We don't. If anybody sends me a, a, an attachment and I don't know you personally, it's instantly deleted. There are links that people click on which are programs. So you will look at the link and you'll put your mouse over it and it'll say something something dot zip or dot exe. That's a program. If you clicked on that, your whole computer could be held hostage. You heard about these cities that their whole computer is held hostage until you pay X amount of dollars. Well, that's how some idiot in the city clicked on that link. You don't do that. Don't click on anything. And the other side of this is that you have no security or privacy on email. You remember that. We've talked about this before. You have no security. You have no privacy. You've got to create your own. The government keeps a backup of all emails ever sent, all texts ever sent. I'm crying out loud. People have gotten so complacent. They send naked pictures of each other around. That's the government has copies of all of that. See, this is a I, this is astounding to me. 
But people have just gotten so complacent and they've been raised to be as stupid as, as can be because this is how the government wants them. The government, when I say, I mean the deep state, they want you stupid. They want you ignorant. They want you to, to hang yourself. They want you to have Facebook. Do you know how many social sites there are? I gave up counting at 200. These are what they call social sites. This is where you go to meet other people that have the same uh, same beliefs that you do, or they, they collect dolls, or, or uh, they like playing in mud, or, you know, who knows. But there are... There literally are thousands, thousands of them. Some are professional sites. Some of them are just forum sites. Every single one the government has copies of. Everything that's posted, everything that's said, every picture you post, everything. As long as you're stupid enough to give them your information, then they can tie it all together. And that's why Facebook, the government loves Facebook. All governments do because all governments buy data from Facebook. People go on Facebook and they get their own little page and then they say give their name and then they give their address and then they give male or female or pervert and then they say their their hobbies and uh, what they do. In fact, you can even click a link there that tracks your cell phone so that your friends can know where you are at any time on Facebook. Can anyone see how stupid that is? They track you because you gave them permission. And now Facebook is putting this this uh, little tiny program in TV ads, and I told you about that, that turns your phone on into recording mode. So this thing can also turn your GPS on. If you have your GPS off, it'll turn it on. This is the thing that's happening. Come on. This is getting to be utterly ridiculous. Now, that's, this is just security part. Here's some more security things. I get a lot of emails from people, and, and people, they, they want to help but they don't know what they're doing. So I have had people forward forward me an email with 1,100 email addresses showing, telling me about something. See, that's the danger. Now, I don't care what email system you use. I have a standalone system that I, that I use because of sec- high security. But most people are lazy, and they'll use Gmail or some other thing like that. When you go into your email system, I don't care what it is, even if it's Gmail, you can email in a specific manner. You can email directly to the person. You can email uh, carbon copy. So let's say I'm emailing to Fred, and I'm sending a copy of this to Mary. So I'll put Fred's email at the top, and Mary's at the CC. Carbon copy. And you know where that came from. Carbon copies, right? You used to make a letter You'd put carbon paper between two pieces of paper, put it in your typewriter, and type it. So that carbon copy went to somebody else. Or you can do a BCC, B as in boy, blind carbon copy. And the way you, every email system is different, but you can figure it out yourself. So you will say, I want to BCC my complete email list. And you put one name up at the top. And mostly what people do is put their own email address up there, which hides everything. And then that email is sent out. Let's say you have 500 people on your list. That email is sent out 500 times to each person in, in order. And I have said this to many people, and people don't understand it. They, they send me an email. They forward me an email, which is the lazy way to do this. And they, they, um, they don't think to take out all of those names. Now, every single person email address that I received 
has been received by spammers also. There are programs that, uh, artificial intelligence, if you want to use the word, there's programs that wander through servers worldwide looking for emails of people who aren't smart enough to BCC. So they send out their complete list. And all of a sudden, people start showing up, getting spammed from all kinds of places. You want this to be harder? You want this to be softer? You want hair to be longer? You want to have hair? You want to be pink instead of yellow? Uh, you want to eat this food? You want to buy a new car on, on credit? I mean, like you're getting emails from all kinds of places, and they all say, well, thank you for subscribing. Well, you didn't subscribe. Somebody was an idiot and gave the, the spammers your email address. And all of these places have the down at the bottom that says, unsubscribed here. Well, it doesn't do you any good. Those people, I get anything sent to me from any of those people, <clears throat> they're being reported instantaneously to their hosting company. And that's, that's what I do. So just be careful when you're sending emails to people. Show consideration. Protect everyone around you from being spammed. It's, it's not that difficult, guys. It's just that people... They, you know, you get these people who want to help. They want to send me information. <coughs> Excuse me. They want to send me information, and they want to do it as quickly as possible. And they don't pay attention to what they're doing, or they don't even know. And that's why I'm here is to help you so that you know this this stuff. So, no forwarding. If you're going to do this kind of work, if you're going to do intelligence gathering, you've got to do it right, or you're going to be blackballed by everyone around you. There's this. This is called phishing. What I described to you about how eighty percent of the uh, hacking happens. I went to a friend of mine's college website. I don't want to give it what it is, but it's .edu, and he said, "Look, we don't know what's going on, but our our email server keeps getting hacked, and spammers keep getting in there and getting everybody's email list and all of that stuff." So I said, "Okay." send me some emails from your I'm on sign me up give me an email address let me see what's going on I never used the email address you signed me up okay within a day I got an email that said uh, you're we think your your uh, account's been hacked please log in and change your password so I sent him an email and I said and I sent him a copy of the email I just got <clears throat> and he he said oh my god no nobody's been hacked what's going on and I told him, somebody answered one of those, gave him his password, and using that, the hacker got access to the system. So you guys, you have to pay attention to what's going on. Never click on a link in, a, in an email. Or it could be utilities also, like a Vista. I'd get an email from a Vista or the Social Security Administration, and they tell me all kinds of stuff. And I look at my headers. Headers is a, a hidden code above the email. And a lot of the email services allow you to see them. I have no idea what Gmail is like or Yahoo or MSN or, or any of that crap. But mine does. So you can see the headers and you can look through there. And you can, if, if they say it's from a Vista, but the domain name where the email came from was fredsphotography.com you know there's something fishy there so use some common sense and attachments do nothing with attachments just be real 
careful. Now, the problem with attachments is, again, they open up and they start sending, they start controlling your computer. I, my computer got hacked one time, and this is probably 25 years ago. And it was it was known at the time as the FU virus. Because what it did was wiped your hard drive and a screen came up with a happy face flipping you off. That was it. Just wiped your hard drive. So that at that point, I said, I think I need to learn about this crap so I don't get hit anymore. Now, there's certain programs you can get, and there's more than I'm going to tell you. I'll just tell you the ones that I know. There's programs you can get that can help you. There's one program called Zone Alarm. And Zone Alarm is a very simple program. It asks your permission for anything to leave your computer or enter your computer. See how simple that is? So, like, I put Zone Alarm on, and a little alert bubble pops up and says some program, which I didn't even know existed, wants to access IP address 199.26. blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the hell? So you say no. That's the least you can do, right? Zone alarm. Then there's another program called Malware Bytes. Now, this thing is very powerful. It finds and kills and destroys Trojans, viruses, hacking attempts, all kinds of stuff. Now, most of these have, uh, these all, all these programs have a free part, and then they have a paid part. It's up to you whether you want to use a paid part. And then there's another thing. Now, here's another thing that happens is every site you go to drops off cookies. Co- a cookie is a little file that sits on your computer that says you've been there. Okay? Simple. Like if you go to a, let's say you go to a Survival Enterprises website, se1.us, and you want to buy 10 things. Well, all these things you click on to buy are kept in a cookie. So you have to take cookies when you're on a when you're on a website that has a shopping cart. So that cookie, it's a little tiny file that just that says uh, one bottle of this, one bottle of that, two bottles of this, blah 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 blah. That's all. But some of those cookies, some of these some of these websites, they put these hidden cookies in there that can last the rest of your life, literally. They last the rest of the life of your computer. You can never even find them. So there's a program called Maxa Cookie Manager Pro. M-A-X-A. Uh, Maxa. M-A-X-A. Maxa Cookie Manager. Okay? That modifies or handles uh, cookies. And you can tell it to keep certain ones. You can tell it to... You have a white list and a black list. You can put certain websites on a white list, certain websites on a black list, and then it handles everything automatically. There's also another one. Now, there is what's called adware. These are little programs. Like you can be working on your computer doing something in WordPerfect, and all of a sudden this ad pops up. What the hell? Where did that come from? You're not even on the Internet. That's because adware gets input into your computer somewhere. So there is a, a program called Adware, which can help handle all of that stuff. So there's there's and there's more than this. There's more than this. Before you just sort of 
put something on your computer, do a little research on it. There is a security program, uh, antivirus program, that's usually installed on computers for free. It's called Avast. Don't use it. It'll take over your whole computer. And then it's harder in hell to get out. So if you have an option of never using it, if you you bought a new computer and it says uh, activate Avast, don't. Try and delete it. It will take over your whole computer and then you're screwed. There are certain things you can't do. It thinks that you're an idiot so you can't go to certain websites. It's a pain in the ass. It really is. Now, 75% of all internet fraud is from eBay and PayPal. When you go on eBay, you say you want to get a, a uh, special pair of shorts for your wife. So you go on eBay and you're looking at all of the stuff on there and you go, wow, this is the cheapest one there is. So you, you follow the instructions and you buy it. Now on eBay, you can either use PayPal or a credit card or a debit card. Good, so you bought it. Okay, now... And it says on the ad, it says, delivery four to seven days. So it comes 12 days now, and no delivery. Well, you go to contact the guy, and he's, you, it, when you go to the page where you bought the shorts, it says, uh, this person is no longer registered at eBay. And you're like, oh, geez, I just got screwed. Well, no, you didn't. eBay has a program. You contact eBay, and you tell them, what happened they will first try and get your money from him if not they will refund your money so you can use eBay safely but you've got to use common sense in everything you do don't go to any off sites from an eBay ad there are hackers famous hackers are doing that Chinese almost all of them you go to an ad, uh, eBay ad and you find out, oh, I want that. I want four of those, in fact. So you scroll down and it says, click here to, to uh, finish buying. And you're somewhere you don't even know where you are. But you just put your credit card in there happily because you're getting a hell of a deal. Well, you just got hacked. And once you've done that, you no longer have access to eBay's uh, buyer protection. But there is buyer protection on eBay. PayPal has pay- has payment protection as well so you're pretty well secure when you're doing anything on ebay and paypal if you use common sense never prepay for anything on the internet zip now i've got some very good friends of mine we trust each other with our lives he'll send me one of them will send me a blank check (laughs) it says don't worry about it fill it out when i'm ready to order you know, so, and I've, I've a guy, a friend of mine said, "Look, I need a thousand dollars for a week." Yeah, so I sent him a thousand dollars. But don't do that to anyone else. What's that old saying? In God we trust, everyone else pays cash. Never prepay for anything on the internet. Do not ever send Western Union to anyone. Never use a MoneyGram, wire transfer, cashier's check, personal check, money order, escrow, or transaction guarantee accounts. Never, 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 never. They're scams. There are so many scams out there, and it's hard to believe. Knowing what I know, I won't fall for any of them. But enough people do. 
like that scam that I told you about where Twitter came out and says, uh, you, everybody sends, uh, a, you send me $1,000, I'll send you back 2000 And it's, well, that's a, it's it's got to be real because it's Elon Musk saying that. <laughs> or Joe Biden. So, everybody can be caught at one of these things. You don't want to be you don't want to be one of the numbers at all. Anyway, look, there's there's way more to talk about on on uh, security on the internet. But the bottom line is common sense will protect you every time. Don't get tired. The other thing you don't do is go play video games online when you're drunk or stoned. Or don't shop when you're drunk or stoned. There was a uh, there was a, a scientific study come out of England that says when, when people are drunk or stoned, and they go on online buy stuff, they are more willing to spend more for an item than normal. They're more willing to buy numerous of those items than normal. So you know, don't do anything stupid, and then especially don't do anything stupid when you're drunk. It's it's you know it's really that simple. But anyway. I hope I gave you some some thoughts. I hope I gave you some information. And I hope I gave you some data to make you think. Go to our website, se1.us. And we'd be more than happy to sell stuff to you. You can call 310-295-9686. Now it's 310-295-1686. I think it is. Oh, 295-9686. Yeah, okay. It's one of those numbers. You'll figure it out. <laughs> so just give us a call. Uh, se1.us. Go look. Armchairsurvivalist.com. Go to the website. Find what you want to find out about. Go on the left-hand side. Ar- uh, look at uh, show notes. Uh, look at the archives. I'm tired. It's It's almost 100 degrees in here. You keep your nose in the air and your ear to the ground. And remember what I I told you. You have to pay attention to what's going on around you. You do not have the luxury anymore of being complacent or thinking, yeah, no, I'll get to it tomorrow. Crap is happening too fast. And the Schumer has hit the fan for all of us in the United States. It just depends on how communistic your rulers are like your governor or your city council or your mayor or your county commissioners and and the like. They want to destroy all the economy. They won't destroy my business. I will keep the doors open one way or another. And even if the governor says, well, we're all going to wear masks and you've got to have a mask to come into business, I'm going to put a sign in the door. I can't tell you over the air what it's going to say, but I'm sure those of you who read it in person will laugh. This is the Armchair Survivalist signing off.